1: To episode 224 of Losing a Child, Always Andy's Mom. I'm Marcy Larson, Andy's Mom. Okay, so I have to start out with a huge apology because this podcast is uh, just a repeat from the live stream that we did just last night. Now, I feel like I am completely and totally discombobulated when doing this episode. So normally when I do live streams, even when I do ones that people write in and make comments, I ahead of time can print them out so I have them in a pre organized fashion. And I will have some of them myself. I will give some of them to Gwen. But I am currently on vacation at my in laws house in Florida. And I don't have access to a printer. And so I just had to kind of wing it and trying to read things from all sorts of different ways that people sent me information from Facebook and Instagram and email. And it ends up being kind of a mess. But I hope you enjoy it anyway. And I apologize because I know there were many people who wrote in that I didn't even get to the stuff that they wrote in because I just was too disorganized. So next time when we do a live stream, it will actually be on Monday, February 5th at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. And that will be... um, much more organized. I can promise you that. We got the idea from the live stream for next one at the very end of this one. So when Marcy writes in asking about how can I find other parents to be connected with and get these relationships? Well, that's what we're going to talk about in the next episode and hopefully try to find ways that you can connect a little more to each other. So tune in then. And right now, just hang on for the wild ride that is this next hour of a podcast. Welcome to episode oh. 224 of Losing a Child, Always Andy's Mom. I'm Marcy Larson, Andy's Mom. And today I have with me Gwen from Your Grief Guide. And she is here as she always is on our little chats that we have. And first of all, I want to start out by talking about why this is the topic today. So the topic today is tattoos, trips and toys. <laughs> yeah. And the reason for this is that tomorrow is the one year anniversary for my be still tattoo. Let's see if I can get it up there. Sort of Arm. Missed my arm. It's upside down. It's still across my arm. Um, And I did this on the 28-year anniversary of my mom's death. So it meant really a lot to me. And I knew that tomorrow is Thursday. So tomorrow will be a release day. And I thought I wanted to do a little something special on December 28th. Uh and then I thought about my tattoo and I was trying to figure out whether we should do a live stream or not do a live stream because I am in Florida visiting my in-laws for Christmas and so then that made me think about travel and then I started thinking about other things and another tea toys just kind of flowed off the tongue so I started thinking about what we might do to try to pamper ourselves a little bit in our grief because it's important to take care Uh of yourself, your grief. And it's easy to ignore that and not do that. And that's what that tattoo was for me, right? That tattoo was a way to pamper myself. This little trip going to Florida is a way of it too, because we still have not spent a Christmas at home in our house as we pretty much always did before this. Um, since Andy died. So that's a bit of travel. And then the toys, there are kind of a couple ways you can go with this, but the one that I was thinking most of is something that you're really familiar with, Gwen, and that is my Be Still Bracelet, which mm-hmm. everyone can see really well here. Yeah. And, you know, you might not think of this as a big toy, but for me, it was pretty important, and they've been pretty precious to me. So I recently just bought over a hundred of these and I had people that got them at the Andy Larson Memorial concert that we just had. And, um, even more importantly, what I've been doing and what I've done for a long time is if I see a bereaved mom or I see somebody who's struggling, I will take off the bracelet that it's on my wrist and give it to them. Mm. So for example, I, this is a good story to tell. It's really fitting to tell it right now, because um, last week I was going and I got got my hair done, and um, the woman that is at the front desk, she used to be also a massage therapist. She did some massage on me after Andy died, but she had a miscarriage a couple of years ago, and it was it was a stillbirth, really. She, I mean, it was she was. 35 weeks, almost full term, and her baby died. And it obviously was a huge struggle for her. Her husband is the one who did my Be Still tattoo. So, he did his tattoo. yes, the whole time last year, he was talking about his baby, which it was just very beautiful. It was a beautiful moment between kind of two bereaved parents when I got my tattoo done. Mm -hmm. And so when I was getting my hair done, she now is pregnant. So this is two years later and she's pregnant and she's 33 weeks pregnant when I saw her. And I think it was really good for her to see me because I don't think people understand the immense amount of fear that she has coming up on this 35 weeks. Right? I mean, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. everybody her to just be happy and excited and whatever and pregnant mama on Christmas. But it's scary, especially mm-hmm. when this big you know thing is looming this 35 weeks and how she went for one visit and baby seemed okay and then the next visit the baby was gone. Now there were some anomalies so it wasn't totally normal but it went from a living baby to one who had passed. So as I'm there after we had this whole conversation and she got done or we kind of ended the conversation and she said, thank you so much for talking to me. That was really helpful. And then I went and I got my hair washed and I was getting my hair all done. And before I left, I took my bracelet off and I handed it to her and I said, I need you to wear this every minute of your 35th week. Don't Mm -hmm. take it off because I need, you just to remember to breathe and to be still. And mm-hmm. that just meant so much to her. So I like being able to do that. And yeah. so that's a toy yeah. that I'm mm-hmm. called, that I have, that I can kind of mm-hmm. hand to people and help them, hopefully, you know, when they're going through their struggles.
2: Right. Well, I've to- I talked to clients about this recently is that and you and I've talked about like meaning making and you wouldn't trade your child to what you have learned. Oh, no! but the connection that you have between why that, why that bracelet, it was Andy's favorite verse, you know, um, that also became your tattoo, but the bracelets is the connection that it has for you to Andy, but then he can live on as you connect that to other people. Mm-hmm. And, and it's helping other people. But I know you wouldn't trade Andy to do that. But it's oh, all no, no, like no. full circle, how that connection and it helps you feel connected. It helps him feel a part of like this meant something. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, you right, right, give right, that to that right. woman. And I love that you specifically asked her to have that for the um, during uh, the, 35th the 35th week. week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that's what it... was like, that's what you need to do for sure is to just, Mm -hmm. you know, think that someone's remembering you and that we're remembering that your first little baby, and it's not all about the second one now, right? There's still so much, so much about both of them. So I do need to get started here and talking about things because what I asked over these past few days is I said, okay, let's. Send me pictures, stories of tattoos, stories of trips, stories of toys. So I did one every day. And the first one was tattoos. And why did I get the most from that one for sure? <laughs> Everybody wanted I, to share their tattoo. I just have to say, we had a speaker come. I think
2: her name is Shelly Ramsey. I don't know if you heard her. I think her book's called her book is called Great Grace and Gratitude. Her daughter died, I believe. Maybe a son. I can't remember. Um, anyway, um. When she came and spoke um, for Starlight to bereave mom, she said, nothing sends a middle-aged woman to a tattoo parlor faster than the death of a child.
1: Yes. You said that to me the first time you met me. You said that to me the first time you met me. Yep. Wow. What were you talking about? I can't remember what I said. I don't know what I said, but you said that to me because I I was thinking about it 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 already. And it took me four and a half years to do it. So,
2: right. But, oh, yeah. and I have so many clients. When I told them that this was the topic today, said, "Hey, I don't have any tattoos, but I'm thinking about it." Or one yeah, woman I know. said, "I'm in my ha- 70s. Ha- my ha- husband's ha- not happy with me, but I'm thinking about getting one in memory yeah. of my <laughs> son." Yeah. Yeah. So share with. I mean, it was really popular. I I just enjoyed listening or uh, reading the stories and seeing the pictures. Oh, me too. So Uh, if
1: you haven't seen the pictures, I'm going to try to kind of show a few up here. We tried to, we, we experimented with sharing a screen and it really didn't work. So, um, but if you really want to see a lot of these pictures, please, please, please go to my Facebook page. So some of you are watching on the grief guide page or my Facebook page. If so, you can look back at it. Or if you're looking on Instagram, go to Facebook and, uh, And anyway, what look at these tattoos because they're really, really great. So I am going to share the different people that sent tattoos and I'll try to show some of the pictures. Um, Carissa wrote, now, Carissa's story is very sad because Carissa said, Our she has two tattoos. She has this one for her son, Austin, her son, Austin's signature. He died eight and a half years ago when hit by a car in front of our house. She wrote forever eight and a half with a broken heart. And it's his signature and it says love Austin on it. So super cool. Mm -hmm. And then her second tattoo is her son Braden's signature. He died just eight months ago now in an accident at work and he's forever 19. So we'll see if I can show these pictures up there. There is the love Austin, which looks very, Oh yeah. Yep. You can tell that he's eight and a half. Right. And this is, I love you so much, Brayden. Definitely by Mm -hmm. an older Brayden. So thank you so much for Carissa for sending those.
2: Um. Anyway, go ahead. No, no, no. Keep going. I have so
1: many thoughts. I'm writing them down. You're writing them down. Okay. So I'm going to go through a few and then we'll pause for some thoughts. Okay. So, um, uh, Katrian wrote a month and a half after our daughter Leanne passed away, my husband and I had a tattoo of her ashes placed. And I've had a few people comment on this, mm-hmm. that they had some of their ashes put in tattoo ink. So then the mm-hmm. ashes are actually part of them. So that is super cool to be able to do that. She said this way, it feels like she's forever part of our body again, as if she were a little closer. We made her hand and footprint smaller and drew a heart around it. Every night before going to sleep, we drew a heart on her forehead with our finger. The heart doesn't close as a symbol of our eternal love for her. Her name and date of birth are also included, not her death date, because we only wanted to see her life. So here's that picture. Can you slide it over? There 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 you go. Mm -hmm. So you see there's a heart, incomplete Mm -hmm. heart, and then the hand footprints. So, so cool. Oh, okay. Okay. And then um, Melissa wrote, "My tattoo is Chelsea's EMT badge that they returned to us at her visitation. Under it is a hedgehog. She had a real hedgehog named Optimus Prime. She loved him. Sunflowers were her favorite flower. And then her writing from a card. So she put a bunch of tattoos together. That. So here we go. There, are the EMT badge and the sunflower and the hedgehog hmm I love it. Good. And then let me do one more before we do some more comments, okay? So Vicki Ellie mm-hmm. said, my, my tattoo it has my baby's actual footprint. If you look closely at his big toe, it's a heart-shaped, which yeah. is not intentional, but it's the way the footprint came about. Below is his heartbeat. I chose an arrow because in order for an arrow to go forward, it has to be pulled back. The death of my son pulled me back in life like I... Like I never thought, but now my son's memory and God's grace have propelled me forward. And I can't wait to see what God has planned for me and my family. That is just beautiful.
2: It is. You know, what I wrote down is for some parents. Oh yeah. Let's look at that. Um, you have to tilt it just a little bit. There we go. That one's a little hard awesome. to see. Yeah. Oh, there I it get, is. It's better now. That's better. Yeah. Yeah. It's so beautiful.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um,
2: This is going to give some parents ideas. And And I hope people are. This is Megan.
1: She, She didn't write a story. She just wrote Megan. Okay. So that's nice too. Go ahead.
2: Um, that it's going to give some parents ideas because some people like you, they're waiting, they're thinking about it. And I think it's Mm -hmm. okay. I, you know, I don't know of any parent who says, please don't do this. Everyone's going to put their own taste and flavor on it, but Mm -hmm. you know, their own handwriting, those kinds of things. And one of my friends, she is Jordan's mom. She was um, on your podcast and um, she took and put her sons in his handwriting, his initials on, her ring finger. So then her wedding band is over it. oftentimes, but not all the time, mm-hmm. but, you know, just some unique things that people ah. get ideas. But I found that most people, like the the mom who said, you know, we used to draw a heart on her forehead, the, you know, we, the hedgehog, yeah. there's a couple other ones coming up, such a connection to something that mattered to that child you know, and like you and the favorite Bible verse, and it's, it's all comes down to that connection.
1: Right, right. Mm -hmm. And for me, Mm -hmm. it's perfect to be still. I mean, yeah, sure. Okay, so the next few are, um, so here, Angie wrote my son Nathan's handwriting, I got it for his birthday this year on my fourth birthday without him. And again, that's just an, it says, I love you, mom, Nathan. I'm not going to be able to show all of them. Cause we're going to run out of time. Jackie wrote yes, Dane's yes, handwriting yes, exactly. for mother's day card forever 11. It says, I love you, mom, Dane. So that was a cool one too. A lot, just so, um, just lots with little handwriting. Um, Tama wrote, the portrait of my arm is of my son, Eric. This is from a picture for Eric for my last birthday. I was able to celebrate him. He dressed up, did his own hair, and wanted to look handsome for his mama. And then the other tattoo is, it says, Eric, in his own handwriting. That's on her step.
2: And that one is so detailed. I, oh, I mean, I just I zoom in on that when you're looking for the, the other people, not you. But when people are looking yeah. at your page, just the detail.
1: Wow. Um, So Roxanne wrote, I have gotten so many tattoos of honor of Isabel, as have my husband and daughter. It's impossible to pick just one because they are all special. This was my first idea. My daughter's name is Isabel Rose. That is her handwriting of her name. The moon, the sun, and the leaf are the three stick and poke tattoos that she had given herself a few years ago. So I couldn't imagine not seeing them. So, and then there's a butterfly in it as well. A butterfly and the words under her name speak volumes when you lose a child. The heart below is an old tattoo called Mother's Love. It is a blue dot and two pink dots for my three kids. Um. So anyway, I've got to show you this because um, it's, this is really detailed too. If you look at all of it, Oh that. yeah,
2: oh yeah, amazing. Yeah. Um, yes, yes. When yes. you just said that, Uh, Can I just share another thing that just popped into my head that I think is an amazing idea? Um, That she didn't want to not see her daughter's tattoos. Yes. Um, Yes. Several years ago at Ada Bible Church, which is a large church in the Grand Rapids area, one of their youth leaders was um, killed on a Sunday morning in a car accident. And she was mentoring six to 10 girls. And they were super connected to her. Well, her name was Ashley. And Ashley had a lot of tattoos. And these girls were in ninth grade maybe i'm thinking i think they were in ninth grade when she died and all the parents were like oh we don't want our daughters to go out and get tattoos and you know necessarily you know <laughs> they're young whatever so the idea of how to remember her is they went to the artist and her family and got the pictures of some of her tattoos and had them made into note cards so if someone oh, doesn't really? a- tattooed with their child's tattoo you can have them made into note cards and and they send them out just in memory you know and so these girls use them all the time because they have these precious tattoos of someone that was mentored them spiritually
1: oh I Mm -hmm. love that you're right that that is a unique way of doing that without really doing the tattoo if you don't want Mm to um aaron wrote i got my daughter emmy's thumbprints to make a heart and took her writing from a card she gave me and put that under the heart and it says love you mom emily Mm -hmm. um amy has five tattoos honoring her daughter but this one's my favorite copy of a drawing the two of us she did on a card Mm -hmm. that she gave me yeah that was so precious yeah i know that's so precious um Kayla, to send my daughter was in a car accident and she lived for two weeks till she passed away at the hospital. She died on November 1st. I have a, oh, Diaz de, de los Muertes themed arm in toner of her, and the artist put her ashes in the ink. So, this is another one with mm-hmm. the ashes right in the ink. Wow. So. And then Farah, this was a super cool one. I like this one. When I read my my Hannah's wow. autopsy, what stuck out to me was the weight of her heart. I had always thought she had was so big hearted, and 390 grams felt like a lot to me. So she put on her arm 390 grams. I know that one just hit me. Yeah. So, it hit me too. It really yeah, did. Yeah. Uh, Michelle mm-hmm. wrote, I got this tattoo on my forearm about six months after Corbin died in 2020. The music noticed because he was in band in high school and on the drum line and we enjoyed going to Christian concerts. We both love music. The words faith, hope, inspire because Corbin and my faith gave me hope and he inspires me and I hope to do the same for others even just a little. It's a gentle reminder. Her name, his name and I love you is in his handwriting from his last Mother's Day card he gave me. Romans 8, 28, because he shared this on his social media a year before he died. And this verse clearly meant a lot to him. So I've clung to it in my grief because I feel like there has to be something good from this pain. It can't be for nothing. And then the Mm -hmm. color orange was added. It was his favorite color. So if you look there, you see that there's Mm -hmm. an orange heart in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: That's beautiful. You know, when, when she said like something good come from it. Where yours is placed, and I was trying to look at some of the pictures. Like some people, it's like their shoulder, maybe their back, mm-hmm. but like yours is right out there on your wrist. Did do a lot of people ask you what your tattoo means or what they? You know, not
1: very many people. A few okay. people, have but not very many people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I can imagine the one that says three hundred and sixty grams
2: would be something that but people would would go, ask. "What does yeah. that mean?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, um, oh. Charlene wrote on the first birthday Christy had in heaven. My husband and I went and got her name tattooed in our yeah, arms. It makes me feel like we always have her with. And when people ask me about it, I get to share. That's so funny. Cause you just asked me. Sure. Yeah. Ask. And I think because mine says be still, maybe it doesn't, maybe it would if it had his name right. or something, but, yeah. um, it's hard to know. And then Tootie wrote in honor and memory of my precious Clo- coal forever 21. And, she wrote, it's all the way across her arm and it says, I am because you were. Yeah. So I that, love that. That's cool. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. Um, Jamie wrote, Caleb and I had a deep connection with hummingbirds a couple of years before he passed. His handwriting is underneath the hummingbird tattoo inside my forearm. The second tattoo I got in honor of his 19th birthday in spirit. He told me if he ever got a tattoo, it would be of the United Airlines Tulip. He's so bad. he so wanted to be a pilot. I agreed that I would get it with him once he was old enough. Unfortunately, that wasn't until after his passing. I love you, Caleb. So yeah. uh, there is. The United Airlines tulip Aww. and the hummingbird. Mm-hmm. And says, "Love you so much. Love you, Caleb." Okay. Um, and then Cameron's gift. I always wanted a tattoo, but never pushed myself to get one until my son passed away, and I knew knew I needed part of him on me forever. And mm-hmm. um, here's some other just cool tattoos. I feel like I need to, I need to stop showing them all. Oh, this one was one that was just done yesterday, which I thought was really cool.
2: Oh wow. She wrote
1: in that she just did it yesterday. Um, Yesterday, my sister and I got memorial tattoos for my son, Brady. He passed away five years ago yesterday. My love for my son will go on forever. I'm going back because I want to add a cross because Jesus lives. Brady lives also. My sister got a dandelion with three birds. She was a second mom to my son. So mm-hmm. they are super, super cool. These are all the ones that shared on Facebook. If you didn't get to see the picture, go on Facebook. Go yeah. take a look at them. Um I had a few more well, people yeah. write on Instagram, yeah. but yeah. I just don't know that I, <laughs> we mm-hmm. can spend a lot more time on the tattoos, right. but well, so cool. Know, I,
2: can I just say one of my thoughts was the fact that when someone first dies, we need what we call linking objects that link us to them. You know, I'm going like this. I mean, it could be a necklace. I know for a lot of people yeah. who spouse, they put the wedding band on a necklace. Um mm-hmm you sleep with their sweatshirt, you have their clothes, you know, you want to smell them and we have to feel linked because that, that protest of just having something ripped from us is so much, you know, we just need to be linked. But over time, we might not need the linking objects with us all the time, but we always need keepsakes. And I think one of the things that a tattoo does is it's a permanent visual public keepsake that, That that is exactly
1: why I did that. I mean, I don't know if you remember me talking to you about it, but that's exactly why. Because I always wear, I mean, I wear these Beastel bracelets most days, obviously, Mm -hmm. I told you. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there are some times when I feel like I kind of want to get dressed up. If, like for our anniversary or something like mm-hmm. that. And Eric did give me a very nice diamond bracelet that does not go well with my little mud love, <laughs> be still bracelet, right? With the <laughs> elastic. It's just not, does not go together. So, and, and even I do also have a different necklace. So I've got my necklace. This is obviously, this is Andy's thumbprint. It has oh, nice. me still Andy on the back. Um, And I wear it pretty much all the time but i do have some other nice jewelry that i may want to wear on occasion Mm -hmm. but i felt like i did not ever want to take it off but now that i have that tattoo i feel like i can Mm -hmm. right and i have Mm -hmm. worn my diamond bracelet a little more i still haven't taken off my pendant and and switched Mm -hmm. because I've got a really yeah. nice little one with little sapphires on it that I should maybe wear sometime okay. that I have not worn, but mm-hmm. um, maybe I can at some point in time because right. I still do have the beast still on me, mm-hmm. right? That makes so sense. I, I, that's, what, that's what I explained to Eric and because, you know, he's not a fan of the tattoo. He's still not mm-hmm. a fan of the Yeah.
2: (laughs) Um, It's interesting because I was saying, you know, I understand what keepsakes are and linking objects. And I kept talking about the connection. So I looked up just now tonight the definition of the word connection and it has the word link and it links. And so it is all that same thing that we need that. But I love what Troy wrote on here. We don't have time to talk about all the different keepsakes that people have. No. um, But he talked about he can't get a tattoo. And so he had his son's. A sweatshirt done with his son's name on it. And mm-hmm. Maybe sometime we could do other episodes about all the different types of keepsakes um, because there are many ideas that are amazing. Um, we just kind of stuck with the T's here, tattoos, trips. Yeah, and- <laughs> I
1: know, I know we did. Well, the toys, toys though, I think the toys yeah. can be the keepsakes, right? That's what I, because it can go a lot of different directions. Yeah. Right, because people
2: have quilts made. They have bears made with someone's clothing. I don't know if you saw it. It was all I mean, over I most- also
1: got a hot tub, and I would call that a toy because I okay. needed some way to kind of try to relax. And somebody else wrote about a hot tub that I will talk about in really? a little bit. Okay, when let's we do that. See, Okay. So, so, I mean, those are big toys, and then there mm-hmm. are little toys or keepsake kind of toys. But exactly, you're right. I just mm-hmm. wanted to stick with the tea kind of thing. Yeah. Theme there. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, so many, so many beautiful things written in, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So,
2: when... you Can we switching to toys? Because I want to ask something.
1: Well, okay, we can go to toys. No, it's up to you. No, we're going to go to trips next, but we can go to 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 toys. I'll remember. You'll remember. Okay, Mm -hmm. okay. You know what I've got to do now? I've got to look at instagram that the people that wrote stuff on instagram
2: while you're doing that someone did write on the comments here that she um wears the stand-up to cancer bracelet and she when she sees someone else going through treatment she has either gives them her bracelet or ones that she has in her purse so that gifting it and keeping that forward Mm -hmm.
1: okay um it's funny because Peter showed me exactly how to look up my Instagram story so I could get all of those things on there. And for the life of me, I cannot figure out how to do it again now. Okay. Oh, it's driving me crazy. Okay. Um, and then, so Rhonda just wrote in too, I want to have a quilt made of Robbie's t-shirts, but I can't stand to the thought of them being cut up maybe someday. Hey, hey, hey Rhonda, Rhonda, you and me both, you are speaking to the choir on that. I still have... I, I don't have them in the corner of my bedroom anymore. I didn't move them down there back in Andy's room, which kind of some ways feels like it's gone a little bit backwards, but I also sorted through them some things that I thought would be better for a quilt and not as good for a quilt. So we went through all of that, but now they're back in the bedroom. And again, I'm just like you. Oh, I yeah. just have such a hard time thinking about cutting them up and, mm-hmm. but yet I really do want the quilt. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what's going to happen with that.
2: Well, I think that's the the key part is you have to do it when you're ready, not because someone else told you to. And I don't think every listener is going to go out and get a tattoo because we did this. But those who are thinking about it probably are going to be a little more inspired. Yes. After yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you have uh, to be ready. Just like some people have never taken a trip or, you know, done anything, you know. Right. Right. Some and people have never left home since their child dies. Yeah. Mm hmm hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, let's move on, though. We'll move on to trips a little bit. And mm-hmm. I've got to see if I can get some of those things up. Do you want to talk about that
2: a little bit first? Well, I think there's two things. You know, you mentioned that you haven't spent a Christmas at home since Andy died. Um, mm-hmm. So trips sometimes are because home is too hard. Yes. And we have to make a change or change our tradition. So it becomes a trip and, and a trip can be, you know, I've had some clients that just go to a water park at Christmas that, you know, mm-hmm. um, a few hours away, it doesn't mean you have to go on some big, um, thing. So, um, I think it becomes, it, it starts as something that we do to survive our first, right. But then mm-hmm. it becomes maybe your new tradition, um, well,
1: I had a mom on not too long ago that that hadn't gone home, and like her daughter died, I think eight months before, and she hadn't been home yet for more than a couple nights in a row. To home, going from home. place. To, yes, she's just okay. kind of going from place to place yeah. because she just couldn't be home. It was just so painful to be mm-hmm. home. And then there's some people who can't leave home. The thought of going on
2: a trip and leaving because that's where they feel connected. So everyone is different. Um, I do think trips give us a break sometimes from our mundane or our, um, even people who know you, you can kind of hide a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, Carrie says here took many trips in memory in honor of, <laughs> we've done pillows and we've had many things done and, um. We both have tats in memory, she says. And then someone else says, I can't leave home. So again, that just shows how we are all different. Um, but I like when she said trips in memory or honor of. Sometimes we do trips because we know that person always wanted to go there and they can't. Um, now, or they you want to follow through on some of their dreams or their hopes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've had people do that. Like, this is something they always wanted to do and I want to do it for them. Um, I've had people do a lot of scary things because maybe their person always yeah. wanted to skydive, and now the person died before they could, and now you know I've got a mom jumping out of a plane because her kid always wanted to do it. <laughs>
1: She's like, What am I doing? Um, we yeah, do lots yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So um I had Peter come up and try to find the thing, and okay. I and so uh, this is interesting, too. So I want to I want to read a few of these comments mm-hmm. of the people writing in. So this is one that I thought of is my dear friend, Demetra, um, who I've talked yeah. about many, many times in the show. She wrote in, I can't leave home. and mm-hmm. I, And I actually, I knew that and I was thinking of that, yeah. but I wasn't going to share it unless she did. So she has the exact opposite situation as some other people. Some other people want to you know, want to get out of the home and be out of the home. Mm -hmm. She's one that's struggling because she doesn't want to leave home. Mm
2: -hmm. And she,
1: you know, so I think you can be
2: both ways. Oh, absolutely. But Melissa, the next writer wrote that they were had a hard time leaving home. They thought about putting their house up for sale. Her husband had a dream that Chelsea was standing at the front door waving goodbye to us. So the house didn't go on the market. Um, because that home is a connection to their child right and then other people and i had a friend who wanted to move right away after her child died and i said to her what are you hoping to accomplish and she said just to start over with memories and i said your other ones live inside of you those other memories your address is just geography (laughs) um it looks like they're trying to sort things out so for her um you know, the hope that maybe everything would be fresh and new, our memories still go with us. So I think that's really hard. But I do love the fact that both of these point out. um, Yeah,
1: that it's Uh, different for everybody. It is, it is, it is. Oh, and then Marcy wrote, my son passed away at home. So I want to I want to stay for the 30 years of memories and my husband wants to sell the house. So that's a big issue too. That's hard. You can have people in the same family that feel the exact opposite about yes. this. And that's, we tough. have this struggle as well. So, I mean, I'm sure I've told you this before that we mm-hmm. bought a property, right? We bought a property and we had cleared the land and we had somebody hired to build us a new house And the basement was being dug like supposed to be dug. Actually, it was supposed to be dug the week that Andy died. But then they got pushed back like two weeks. And then he died and nothing's happened. Mm -hmm. It just sits there. And we haven't sold the land. We talked about selling it. We talked about building. This summer, we were really serious about thinking about selling it. And then I went out there And I just sat and it was, and it was beautiful actually. So we cleared all the trees off and it was now like just really a meadow of wildflowers and clover. And I just sat in it Mm -hmm. and then gazing at it, thinking, thinking I, you know, maybe I do want to gaze in this as my backyard, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Because I was sitting where the house should have been. But, you know, obviously we can't build that house. I mean, that house was going to have matching bedrooms for the boys and right. with a shared bath. And mm-hmm. I mean, I can't do that.
2: First right. of all, I can't it just do it.
1: Different. And secondly, it couldn't do that to Peter. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had, I mean, anyway. I mm-hmm. So the plans sit in the house. The lot just sits there for six years now almost. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what do we do? What do we do? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um I so I finally found all the stuff from from Instagram because Peter came and helped me. So, back to the thing um, that just to the tattoo a little bit. So, somebody wrote in they had their daughter's handwriting again one with the ashes. A big one um a friend got one with yosemite on it because that's where he loved um so and then here we go this one is our first trip one we've taken trips so this is stacy wrote we've taken trips in jimmy's name we've made donations in his name we do best to honor jimmy every single day So, but said no tattoos yet is what she wrote on here. So Mm -hmm. this Tiffany has gone to Scotland and Italy to cross two things off of his bucket list.
2: Mm -hmm. Gordon went
1: to Morocco. Here's somebody that went to Hawaii. And then this is someone else just like me at Christmas time. It's easier not to be home and do something different. And then um, this one, Harrison wrote, Harrison, or or excuse me, Marie wrote, Harrison always wanted to travel, but we couldn't afford it. We found a way to go on a trip each year now in his memory. So, I mean, I I love that. I love these responses to this.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway. Well, and one of the the listeners wrote about some both the son and girlfriend dying days apart in the same trailer, and it's hard going there um to see, but my niece owns it now. Um, you know, there there's so many factors, right? We can't talk about them all that factor into why we can't go somewhere, why we need to feel connected to a place, why it's too difficult. There's just each story is so individual and unique. Um, it but changes what I so
1: much is, over, yeah, over
2: time. Yeah. But what I hear in all of these is there is this um, the, the connections, the wanting to follow through on your children's dream, the needing a yeah. break from your home. I mean, there's a lot of similarities in why we've chosen to do some of the things we've done as well as each I have one
1: more tattoo comment that was just written this was also by Demetra she's got th- mm-hmm. three tattoos now a Lenny signature a phoenix rising from the ashes and a dandelion uh just breathe tattoo yeah. that one I have to say I've seen that one and well I've seen That's them beautiful. but that one's my favorite because I mm-hmm. love the dandelion just, lo- it just all yeah. the little yes yeah,
2: all the going just off into of, the wind yeah. Well, and a lot Mm -hmm. of times these tattoos are almost like it's the modern version of a post-it note, because we used to use post-it notes to remind ourselves of things. You know, I have one right here of something I have to do tomorrow. Let me see. Here we go. Um, But tattoos are always with us. And and those Mm -hmm. sayings of just breathe or being still and reminding us of, you know, mantras and Mm -hmm. Bible verses and Um, And then
1: somebody wrote, Melissa wrote, for my 60th birthday in 2025, we are going to New York City with some of our children and grandchildren for Christmas because it's one of Chelsea's favorite places. So, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: yeah. Love that. Love that. I do, too.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And Demetra just wrote that she did the dandelion because she and Eleni would always blow a wish on the dandelion. So. Mm Yeah. Okay. I do want to take a minute here to read a big one that I got from Chrissy. So Chrissy obviously has been on the podcast a few times. She definitely wrote about, she's got several tattoos now. Uh, She's got one that says, I love you more. Love Caleb, and that was in something that he always said. And the Caleb was from his uh, in his own handwriting. She also has 17 butterflies from smallest to biggest representing his favorite color orange in the 17 years that she had him. The 17th butterfly is white to represent him going to heaven. So wow. this one I I know so so beautiful. She also she has got some other um, she's got a rest tattoo as well. Um, And then a sun and a moon to represent her daughters. The, The oldest daughter drew the sun because she's been the one to keep me in the moment. And then now that she's surpassed Caleb in age, I want to hold on to every moment with her. My youngest daughter drew the moon because she's been my light in the darkness so anyway I love that that she got those on there but this is what I really wanted to focus on are the trips with her so our first family trip after losing Caleb was to the Outer Banks we went in March 2021 it was beautiful peaceful and refreshing it gave me a chance to reconnect and the change of scenery did our hearts so much good we miss Caleb so much but our grief was not front and center which was a nice reprieve My prayer during the trip was to see five birds together. And on our last morning, as we watched our last sunrise, there five birds flew by right in front of us. And the Mm -hmm. first one, just a little ahead of the rest. I knew that God heard me, honored my prayer and showed me that he knows I'm Mm -hmm. hurting and that Caleb is okay. Oh, so I just love that image. And then they also, to the Grand Canyon and had a stranger take the photo. When I look back at the photo that evening, I saw that my face was turned heavenward, and I didn't even know I was doing it. It symbolized to me that Caleb was included in the picture and in our family trip. When I travel, I feel sad that he's missing out, but I have to remember that Caleb is surrounded by beauty. We have not seen this side of heaven, and that comforts me. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to focus on those things, and that is true, that sometimes that travel it gives you a little bit of reprieve. So you mm-hmm. might not be feeling all of the grief all of the right. time. Right. That's what I was
2: saying. A break from the, you know, going to the grocery store and everyone knowing you, or, you know, you're the bereaved family. You can just go and be a tourist.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 And it's just nice to just be able to just get away a little bit and feel mm-hmm. like you're pampering yourself a little bit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. So still we've got people commenting on the tattoos.
2: Right. Yes. I love that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, cuz mm-hmm. that one again was another one that was an actual picture. He said my old son my older son told me it was actually taken from his brother's own drawing that he had the tattoo's copy of his son under a palm tree with his skateboard his drawing pad and pencils. Yeah. Um, so, and this shows that his older son got that tattoo on his shoulder. It's not just parents going to the tattoo parlor. And right, right. she has tattoos in honor of, of her mom and dad. So again, it's, you know, many reasons. Yeah. Why yeah.
1: It's not, it's not just that you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
2: what, let's talk a little bit about toys though, cause we haven't gotten that yet
1: oh and you know what i didn't read i didn't read chrissy's whole thing because toys i bought a hot tub and it's the best purchase i have ever made (laughs) and i do have to say she was a little bit of my inspiration for that okay okay i had told her that i had was thinking about it um about doing it and she said i have one it's the best thing ever because when you're feeling really stressed and tense it just can help melt that tension away a little bit and it Uh really has it really Uh has and the other thing that is nice is that when you have teenage children (laughs) or like mostly grown children it can be sometimes feel like it's hard to talk to them and when you all get in the hot tub It just promotes good conversation. You just start kind of talking. And, you know, I asked my 17-year-old Peter, you want to go in the hot tub? Sure. You know, and then Mm -hmm. I hear about his day and I hear all about things. Mm -hmm. And it has really been lovely that way. I've actually suggested it to other parents who have teens who said, you know what? You want to get a way to have a way to talk to your kids a little bit? This is a good way to do it. And especially, I think, when we're going through you know, this hard time and hard grief and things like that, because you can have these kind of conversations a little bit easier. Oh yeah. At the dinner table. Yes.
2: I love that. That's a great suggestion. Um, Titi's mom, her dad um, bought a new toy, a truck. He was debating whether or not he should buy it, but their favorite song came on the overhead speaker at the dealership and she said to do it. So it's like, we get those signs, like, you know, we need to do this. I know. I love that one. I love that. Yeah. She
1: had emailed that one to me too. So I'm glad okay. she wrote it in now because now I don't have to go searching for the email. But oh, okay. yes, that was one of my favorite things. Like that was yeah. really okay. I guess, I guess Titi wants me to get a car. Yeah. We're getting a car mm-hmm. or a truck. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, um, and you've 20s- got some stories about this too, I think about people buying stuff too. Well, oh, I have so many
2: that come to my mind. So many. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and and sometimes I I have to as a counselor be a little um sometimes retail therapy can be a crutch. You know, it's it's yes, it can yeah. be a problem. Sure. I've had people buy way too many things um, to try to feel better. Right. So I just want to caution that, that we're not saying, Oh, go buy all these things and you will automatically feel better. So if you're trying to buy a lot of things to fill that hole, nothing does, but there are just times that you, like you mentioned the hot tub to wash things away, or you get a sign, like, you know, we're just going to do this. Um, but I've also had people buy toys Um, there is one family and I uh, their their little boy died. And again, I meet so many people and I don't know all their names or stories. And I I wish I did, but I don't have their permission, so I'm glad I don't know their names right now. Yeah, right, Um, right, right. So it's just a random story. But um, their child loved matchbox cars, so they buy matchbox cars and they wrote a little story about watching them travel and they leave them in places and leave their email and say, Tell me where this is found. Have you heard of that? And so Mm -hmm. then people email and say, Hey, I got, well, I, one of my friends called me up and said, I was up at Speedway and I got this little matchbox car and it has this. And I said, Oh my goodness. I know that little, I know that. Yeah. And so, you know, people do all kinds of, meet things um, with that or they gift things. And I know when we talked about getting through the holidays in the past, one of the thoughts was using the money that you would have spent on that person um, Mm -hmm. and donating in their memory or gifting something to someone else. Because oftentimes when we meet someone else's need, our need is simultaneously met as well. So I, I think when we think about toys, not only to be um self-focus but to be that outward like giving um as well and that
1: can feel really good and meet a need um well you well, know i, you know, have, I got have got to, to share, share another one another too one. michelle wrote me and now i can't find where she wrote it but i know the story well so i do not really need to read the story so michelle um ferris her son corbin she's the one that had the music note yep mm-hmm. Yep. That we talked about earlier. So she and Corbin had always wanted to go on a trip to Hocking Hills, Ohio. It's a beautiful, beautiful state park with waterfalls and all of this. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. She wrote it to me on Facebook. And, and yeah. now I'm. It's on yeah, there for I'm the up. listeners to read. Yeah. It is on there for the listeners. It's in the story. comments. So you can, yep. look, you can read the whole thing. Oh, I know where it is. I I can find it now. But anyway, I do know the story well. So she and Corbin were going to go on this trip. And that was just kind of one of their things that they were going to do. Well, Corbin passed away, and they never went on the trip. So what happened was she decided she wanted to do this trip for Corbin. And then who would she want to do this trip with? Other bereaved moms. So she asked our little support group that we were all in together and we were all in a group chat. Would anyone like to go to Hocking Hills, Ohio? And 11 of us went to Hocking Hills, Ohio Mm -hmm. and were there to do Corbin's trip with her. And, um, and it was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, they had (laughs) t-shirts made, we had gifts for each other. It was beautiful. I've talked about this trip in April. It was wonderful, wonderful. Um, we all got like these little stones that we threw different places. So that's what made me think of, reminded me again of that when you said the matchbox cars, cause we got little mm-hmm. stones and like stones my stones makes- were all green. So I have these mm-hmm. little green stones that were left in Hocking Hill State Park. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was a, an amazing trip to do to honor your child. And then the way she did it, I mean, wow. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. And it's not the way she would have wanted to do it. No. For sure. No, um, She would much rather, no offense to you, or the other 10 ladies. Her, <laughs> right.
1: <with her laughs> but, wow. What, I but mean, she wanted to do them. it with Corbin, obviously. Yes. And instead she did it with other women that she had never met. Before yeah. Before be Corbin died. I mean.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Marcy here said they have a foundation that my son started and we gave over 3,600 bags of toys and um, Kindles to kids fighting life threatening illness. That is my why Michael asked me to continue as his legacy. And that's many yeah, reasons yeah. why people do what they do. It's because of their child. Right. And this is something they loved. They started they would have wanted to do was important to them.
1: Right. And this one is quite literally toys. And if you yes. follow Marcy at all, she, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, at Christmas time here, they it's had amazing. so many. It is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing it really is. what they've done in Michael's memory. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's just beautiful. And shes I've talked to her. She's been on the podcast before. And she talks about her house full of board games and all of these toys for kids of different ages that she bundles up and gets to places. It's just well, amazing. amazing. And think
2: of how many scholarship foundations at schools are in yeah. a child's memory and how many other kids throughout generations um, have been touched by that and, and it just gets passed down throughout that school and that legacy.
1: And yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, you know, oh, I just am doing, I'm not doing people justice in everything that has been sent to me because I have it in too many different places now to try to find everything well, but I do thank everybody for writing in. I know, um, David wrote in about Nick they did um, some travel that where did they go I think they went oh they went to Hawaii they went to Hawaii to the big island and um what the cool thing is is they recreated kind of this trip so they had gone they used to go to Hawaii all the time every year they're in California so I think it's not like I think it's a pretty common vacation to do. Um, So, and they went and they had a picture of them with Nick, their son, Nick. And then now they, they hadn't gone for years afterwards. And now they had another, he sent me two pictures, both with Nick, one with his son, Nick, Nick. who died at 13 (laughs) and the other with his grandson, Nick his son's, his other son's child who is named Nick. So now, so there's Nick in both of them, the same picture on the big island in Hawaii.
2: Yeah, he just wrote a story in about electronic guitar that his son played kind of like a computer game as well. Um, but it sits in his bedroom, sadly, not been played since. I'm waiting for my grandson, also named Nick, to see it. And I'm sure he was, yes,
1: oh, I can't believe he wrote yeah. it at the exact moment that yeah. I'm like telling yeah. the story about, about his Hawaii, grandson, about Nick. Young, yeah. Nick, young Nick and older Nick.
2: Yeah, and you know, some of those namesakes are so special, too. Um,
1: Oh, Michelle just wrote back, just adding one more detail about that Hawking Hills trip that Corbin was, was her only immediate family because she is um, not married and that was their only son. So Mm -hmm. without him, he just, she just didn't really know who to go on trips with. Mm -hmm. So that did seem like the second best um, thing to Corbin to have it with other bereaved moms. So yeah. What I love about that for Michelle
2: and for, all the listeners is so many times we could say, I have no one, and I have nothing. And she took yes, that yes. and, and made it into something. And now the connections that she has with you women is so beautiful. And so many times people feel they have nothing. But what can we do with what's left? Right? And right. how can right. we connect with others and people who are here? Um, yeah, she's oh, done my, it in such a
1: beautiful way. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Some friends have named their newborns with the middle name, Michael. Um, And those namesakes are very, very special. And that legacy of somebody it's, it's very, very nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not deceased obviously, but I did have um, my niece who I'm very close to um, used my name, Gwen as her child's middle name and the way it made me feel. And I remember thinking, and I'm not even dead. Like, you know they they honored um me in that um it's it is a special special thing to have somebody else's name it really is
1: yeah yeah. well i will it it will be special if we have somebody with andrew at some point in Mm -hmm. time i yeah i hope there is i hope there Mm -hmm. is oh we haven't done that yet well, I hope so, this was a fun episode.
2: I don't know for, you know, for people listening. I mean, the, the yeah, input that I know, was I know if, it, if you're
1: other. listening to the podcast later, I feel like mm-hmm. it's going to be a little discombobulated. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was really organized. Yeah. It's very fragmented, much more so than our normal one. But if you are a overall, first time listener to the Always Annie's Mom podcast, please come back next yes, week because right. it's usually not this kind mm-hmm. of uh, fragmented. But I think for those who are regular listeners, they might find it a little entertaining, I guess. And maybe, like you said, get some ideas on trips to take, little things to do, uh, tattoos, just getting some thoughts on what you might be able to do yourself. And really focusing on how can I try to take care of myself? Yeah. Because that is... The biggest focus on the whole thing is taking care of yourself. And that I think really leads back a little bit to Michelle, right? Michelle on that Hawking Hills trip Mm -hmm. that she wasn't going to be able to take. How do I take care of myself when Mm -hmm. I feel really, really alone? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. For sure. And that is to reach out to other people. And share those hopes and dreams with them and see if Uh maybe somebody wants to come along for the ride. Because a lot of times people do. They do. And I
2: believe that all your episodes do this. They connect with someone who says, I'm not alone. I have felt that way too. It's so great to hear someone else say that. This episode is going to do that for people that, uh, hey, I thought my idea was a little weird or I was afraid to go out and risk it or try that. Or it's going to do the same thing. It's going to allow others to go, oh, okay. Okay. I can do this now or, you know, I'm not yep. alone in that. So.
1: I, and I hope that's I hope what it does. I hope it gives people a little bit of encouragement because as hard as Christmas is, because Christmas is very hard, in some ways mm-hmm. I think the new year can be even harder. Mm-hmm.
2: Turning that calendar
1: to a brand new year again mm-hmm. that your child's not in is really, really hard. So mm-hmm. if you can have a few little ideas on some things that might make it a little bit better, a little bit easier. Okay. It's beautiful. Yeah. And,
2: you know, most of the clients that I see individually are in their early stages of grief, right? I mean, I have some that are further along, but most of the time it's within that first year. I can't tell you how many of them by 4 o'clock today told me how hard yesterday was, the after yeah. the holiday. Like, I made it after. through, but yesterday mm-hmm. was really, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, well, thank um, you so much. Oh, sorry. Yes. Go ahead. Let's not ignore this last comment. Maybe it's something that we can do in the future. She said, I would love to talk to you about how um, you are connecting with other moms. I have not had good success. So maybe that's something we can talk about or get her connected with some of the other moms because we we want people to to be able to do that. I know we don't have time, but I just want to make sure it's on our radar to talk about
1: you know what that is an excellent thought there thank you so much for writing into that marcy and maybe we should work on that a little bit yeah yeah like how to make connections
2: because we've talked about you know the connections today with our child but how do we connect with other um Mm -hmm. oh look someone right away said you can reach out to me reach out to me so that's awesome (laughs)
1: yes yep. yes okay. you already had like three people there you setting. go Read all you had to do is oh, ask this is beautiful awesome. just ask yeah. just ask all righty mm-hmm. bye-bye okay. thank you so much Take care. bye-bye
0: thanks for listening if you found this helpful and would like to support the podcast please leave a five-star rating and comment to help financially, you can type Andy's Mom, one word, to the number 53555. This provides a link to GiveButter, which allows donations through PayPal, Venmo, Apple Pay, or credit cards. GiveButter will provide a receipt of your tax-deductible donation. Or you can visit the donation page at andysmom.com donate. Always Andy's Mom is a registered 501c3 and can receive donations through and Financial and Benevity. Marcy loves hearing from listeners. Please feel free to reach out to her via email at marcy at or on the Instagram or Facebook, Always Andy's Mom accounts. Sign up for the email list to get weekly episode links as well as pictures of Marcy's guests and their children. Together, let's work to inspire hope one day at a time.